The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what who deserves a shot in the United States. Look here, I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about Let's get to psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? What's going on, Don? Um, it's another week. Uh, more pro wrestling to talk about. Yeah, man. Yeah, another week here on the CSPN that you're listening to the Rawcast. We're going to break it down. Uh, all the happenings from Monday Night Raw. We're going to get into the latest happenings in the backstage areas and the Mo Melson news segment. So you guys know what you're tuned in for. Brought to you by the CSPN. This is the WrestleCast and the RawCast. You can always find us on the web, CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio. I have to do a search for the WrestleCast. Dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign and the RawCast to show up in your podcast queue each and every week. Uh, Mo, before we start this, did you uh, check out the um, real life? science fiction movie that everybody could have took part in yesterday as they watched the satellite crash into the asteroid in hopes yeah. of one day having to save the planet from a, a real attack. Nah, but I heard about it though. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. It was some real, um, it was some real, uh, what's that movie that everybody likes? Um, Armageddon. It was some real Armageddon type. Pre, oh, okay. pre, precursor to Armageddon type shit. Yeah, yeah. So, if y'all didn't know, um, NASA flew a satellite into a asteroid to try to see if they needed to save the Earth, if they could knock an asteroid off course where it wouldn't make a, 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 a extinction level event impact to the Earth. And they pulled it off. It's pretty fucking cool. And uh, we'll see how successful they were in knocking this thing off track in the next couple of weeks or months, I guess. That's how they'll do it. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to uh, be a part of sci-fi and science history yesterday. So, I don't know if you caught that or not, but it was pretty cool. Anyway, back to other nerd shit. Um, Monday Night Raw... Uh, they're in Winnipeg, so they're back on the Canadian loop. Um, they're not in Winnipeg. That's oh, man. this was Edmonton. My bad. My bad. This was Edmonton. Yes, you're right. You're, right. you're jumping. You're jumping ahead a couple of days, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right because I saw the I saw the what's the name for SmackDown today. Um, speaking of which, SmackDown last week um, was that the end of Lacey Evans. 
I hope so. Because <laughs> uh, she took an ass whooping and then got put through a table. This shit. So, you know. You... Also, how you feel about the um the bloodline segment? It's five stars, man. Best thing happening on... <laughs> Best thing happening in, on TV right now when it comes to professional wrestling. Oh man, they had Roman had us going. Uh, no, up. he had Jay going. He didn't have us going. He had Jay going. <laughs> man, this this he is got um, to go on. And then we turn. Oh, so I was gonna say this for the more muscle segment, but no, Sammy getting the shirt, um, and you no, know, this displaying the shirt. Amassed a lot of YouTube views. Oh, dude, they had the highest uh, rating they had in a minute. They had like two point five million people for SmackDown yeah. this week, man. They had like the highest since like Christmas. Yeah, so they uh they did it in between announcing Roman was going to be there and that White Rabbit shit and. Something, but whatever else, the people was in there tuned into it. Even even on vacation at nine twenty five, I was like, "Hey, anything happened with the white rabbit?" Yeah, I saw when you um, I saw when you asked. I was just about to ask that too, and I was like, nobody said anything, so I was like, "Oh, yeah." I'm, I'm scrolling through. I'm like, "No, guess not." Well, hey, you know, kick it down the line, moving forward. Yeah, but um, that yeah. was. Anything Jay, else happened? It was just funny. Jay was just sitting there and he was happy to rip the shirt off. Yeah. And then when Roman tossed him that shirt, he was like, ain't this some shit? <laughs> uh, man, Sami Zayn is, is, um, is really making the most of this situation. And the thing about it is, dude, look at how far he's getting without taking bumps. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the art to it. That's kind of like the Elias, the original Elias NXT gimmick. It's like he could be in everything, be a part of so many stories, be the most entertaining part of stories, but never have to take any bumps. And now Sami Zayn is kind of following along in that, in that same line. But yeah, it's great. It's great. Anything else happened on SmackDown Notable? Um, that, um, the, the Usos and Brawling Brutes, that was a pretty oh, big the tag team match for the titles, huh? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Imperium came down and interfered, you know, kicked, Walter kicked the shit out of, um, oh, who, I forgot who he kicked the shit out, he kicked the shit out of somebody, but it was just like, that, that could be set up a, a three-way something with, between them. The titles. Do you think that they would go to Walter versus Roman at some point? At for for like Mania? If you think if they could build it, you think they, I, I you, mean they, could. they could sell it I out? Mean, they could. I mean, if they let it build, I watch it. Think you think he could sell out? Like, let's say the plans with the Rock, they can't get the Rock. It, it falls through. And they have to have a plan B. And they are like, we're not going to go to Brock. We're not going to go to Drew. We want a fresh match. 
do you think Gunter or Walter would be yeah. big enough to sell out Staples Center or wherever the hell is that this year? SoFi, where SoFi Stadium. Yeah, so. yeah. Excuse me. You think you think it would? You think it guess think it could sell it out? Well, okay, I think so too. If they built it up right. Yeah, they build up right. They will put butts in the seats. Would you rather? Let me ask you this way then, because you know I'm into always trying to find new forms of communications. That's what relationships teach you. Um, let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. <laughs> let me ask you this way: Would you rather see Roman versus Cody or Roman versus Walter? See how I with that one. Um, Roman versus Cody would definitely definitely be a, com- a, a full circle. That would, that would break the internet, I think. Yeah. Because it would be so. Yeah, it would be such a draw from the other side. Right. Whereas I think that. The pure like wrestling fans would just be would eat up Walter versus Roman. Either way, you can't go wrong with either one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I mean, that's a good problem to have if it comes down to like, okay, we can't get the Rock. At least they, if they, if they're thinking the way that we're thinking, you know, six eight months out. That's you know they better have a contingency plan in place now, because you know, because you know the Rock could say yes, but we know how the Rock likes to train and train hard. He get hurt, and at this particular point, it ain't no like oh well we'll just make it happen next year because <laughs> Roman be like son I don't plan to really be doing WrestleMania next year. Yeah, he can hit us He'll be on some old, that ain't going to work for me. Right. Right. So, all right. So, we'll get into the actual Monday Night Raw with, they need a team name for these three, but I guess, you know, after this month, they won't be linked up together as much, but Bianca Belair, who was the guest uh, picker on College Game Day this past weekend. I wonder what her overall record was. Um, I know she picked a lot of teams right, though. She picked Tennessee right, so shout out to uh, Bianca and Jay to the max. They beat Florida for the first time in forever. Uh, they like they always do, though. Had to do it the hard way when it looked like the shit was in the bag. I turned and was like, "Oh well, you know, Florida up by sixteen. I mean, Tennessee up by sixteen with like three minutes to go in the game. Tennessee just scored. This one's over." And then I text Jay to the max. I'm like, congrats on your victory. And she's like, oh, nope, ain't nothing over yet. And then, you know, about 15 minutes later, she's like, okay, I can breathe again. Thanks for the you know, congratulations. I'm like, hmm, that was odd. And then I saw the highlights, how they almost came back, got the onside kick, and had a chance for the ball. I'm like, oh, <laughs> now I see why she texts all that. But uh, shout out to the Tennessee Ball fans. So, Binky, Alexa, and Asuka, they're here for the promo. Binky calls out Bailey, but she knows it wouldn't be a fair fight. She said last week, Bailey should have fought Alexa Bliss one-on-one, but that wasn't the case. 
So out comes Damage Control with Bailey saying that she is taking over WWE, and that means that she's getting that Raw Women's title back. Belair says Bailey was great, but then she got hurt, and now someone new is here. Bailey wants the title, and she says that she'll uh, take her match at Extreme Rules, and it'll be a ladder match. It's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, it's definitely gonna play out the way it's gonna play out. You think? Well, I mean, they, they, they've been beating Damage Control lately. You think it's setting up for a title change? No. No? No title change here? Uh-uh. No title change at Extreme Rules? No. Okay. <laughs> Why right. are you trying to get over her so quick? Alright. So quick? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's been since when? WrestleMania? Uh, what, SummerSlam? Okay. Wrestle- you know, did that, was that she defended the title or she, had, or she won the title? Since so she won the title. Since so she's been the what? champion. You know, um, Binky? Yes. She won at WrestleMania. Okay, that's April. So that's four months. Yeah, this is about time. For what? You usually get about a six-month run with the title. Why? That's usually. That's just to, you know, at least get it off you, refresh you, and then put it back on you. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe not. Maybe not. Terrible. So, Binky versus EO Sky. Non-title matchup. So, they're coming out guns blazing, contesting Monday Night Football. Um, the follow-away slam from Binky gets a two-count. EO Sky knocks her off the top rope. But Binky shoves EO off the top as well, setting up a slingshot dive to the rest of damage control on the floor. Back in, Binky hits the KOD and pins Eosky for the win. That's a Black Marvel special. He was happy to see this match. Yeah, yeah. He definitely uh, did not watch at least half of the first quarter of the football game because he was all in on that particular matchup. Uh, Do you think that there's a difference between Main roster EO versus NXT EO as far as wrestling style or at least presentation. Well, NXT, you know, she definitely was, you know, more of a risk taking everything. But here on the main roster, you aren't. It's like it's a big, it's a big arena, so you can't do as much as you might have wanted to do, um, as you did down in NXT. So I still think she's still doing. She still. You know, putting on good matches and everything, but she's but she doesn't have to do is what she had to do when she was doing that at NXT. Red Mysterio talks about what it means to be a father. But he says tonight he's focused on Seth Rollins. Then Miz talks to his security force, promising them a variety of things and talking about how they are here to be stealthy. He says he didn't want any big uh, muscle-bound meatheads. He wanted some guys who were smart. Uh, and they are dubbed the Miz Force, and they are sent off to defend him against Dexter Loomis. Uh, sir, did you uh, you have any comments about the Miz Force? I laughed. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, who the end result was going to be? 
this was uh this is about probably the same way I felt the first time Trump was like, Yeah, we're gonna create this new um branch of the military called the Space Force. Like, huh? What? Star Troopers, for real? What 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 are the uniforms gonna look like? But uh Ray Mysterio versus Seth Rollins is our next matchup. The 619 connects and sends Rollins to the outside. With Rollins down, Dominic grabs a chair and tells Ray to hit him with it. The distraction allows Rhea Ripley to come in for a chair shot of her own. Back in, the stomp from Seth sets up a choke to Ray. And that is how Seth Rollins gets the win. He called it what the Peruvian necktie, uh, the submission finish as he is getting prepared to take on Riddle in the fight pit. They ready to bag on the fight pit. Um, Rhea Ripley and Dominic, they continue to just be very good television together, mostly on the strength of Rhea Ripley. Dominic just, you know, holding up his part. But, uh, yeah, so they're going back to Rey Mysterio and Seth. Um... You know, it's been a minute since we've seen them tangle after the whole eye debacle thing. So, yeah, this is a good match. Rey Mysterio, you know, unfortunately, he out here taking too many losses. But he still be putting on banger matches. Right. Bobby Lashley runs up on Riddle in the back. He wishes him good luck in his match tonight against Damian Priest. And he says, oh, don't ever interrupt one of his matches again. As for the fight pit, he says he hope he knocks Rollins' teeth out. Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens are taking on Alpha Academy. Austin Theory distracts Gargano, allowing Gable to hit a Dominator DDT for a two count. Gargano manages to super kick Theory, and the one final beat DDT is enough to pinch at Gable. So, Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens are your winners. Big Otis looked good in this match. Looked like the the old Otis from, from back in the day. He was aggressive. Um, I, yeah, I agree. Uh, AJ Styles talks about why he turned down Judgment Day when Finn Balor comes in. Balor hypes up the team some more and wants AJ to keep thinking about it. So, Chad Gable in the back with uh, Theory and Otis. Chad Gable defends Otis's loss to Austin Theory, who thought they could take out Johnny Gargano. Theory then gets a phone call from Braun Strowman, who says that uh, he heard what uh, Gable had to say. I think, well, I forgot what Gable called him, but he called him a name. And anyway, Braun Strowman sets up a match to face Gable next week in Gable's hometown. I thought they were going to set up Otis and Braun, but they're going to set up Otis and Gable. They, they wrestled um, on SmackDown. Oh, word? Oh, they actually wrestled. Okay, I missed it. See, I missed they, they, wrestled, they wrestled on SmackDown. And the outcome, outcome and so was... The, that's the whole thing where he was saying that um, Otis was, was still dealing with... He called, he called him something. And that's when, we, when he called... Um, he called... Theory's falling. He was on there. He said he heard the nickname he called him. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, almost uh, beat up two guys. Hit a choke bomb, double pin. Nothing to see here. 
Um, Omos then stacks both men on the announcer's table and poses over them with a giant shot. So, yeah, uh, they're trying to make you care about Omos again, but uh, yes. good good luck. Good luck. <laughs> uh, Miz finds his security force all laid out. Uh, Dexter, Matt, Dexter Loomis is dressed as a hockey goalie. Uh, Loomis, of course, sneaks up behind Miz, knocks him out, and uh, puts him in the silencer and cradles his head like a little baby. He was just like, he just caught him off guard. You know, he he was like backing up, and he was like, he's here. <laughs> he turns around, and he just beats him down. So going back to the um to the um the Gargano Owens and Alpha Academy match. Mm-hmm. So that was a part in the show where it was a part in that match where Corey sent the jab to the Young Bucks. Oh yeah. He told Saxon that he should be he should be home he should be at um he should be at, um at home and receive with the rest of them dorks. Mm-hmm. It's also a part where um. Kevin Owens puts on the sharpshooter. He's like, oh, we're Jimmy Smith's like, oh, it's the sharpshooter. Applied. Never had a place in Canada. And uh, Corey Grace is like, it's a scorpion deathlock. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're doing some things on commentary that are contributing to, you know, people listening and popping people and, um, you know, just finally uh, you know allowing other people's histories and existence to leak into their existence and you know, right. makes for the commentary finally, finally kind of like the, that, that, that invisible line you know saying that we don't get out of the outside world right disappear right right exactly uh, Nikki Ash is in the ring and she's going to face someone she doesn't know who and that someone happens to be Mrs. Johnny Gargano, a.k.a. Candice LeRae. So Candice LeRae, Candice Wrestling, back on the scene. Good to see the Poison Pixie. Uh, she is out here uh, after giving birth to uh, the Gargano's first child. Uh, so now, baby wrestling. Uh, so now she is back here in the WWE. So much... Uh, much welcome addition to the uh, women's division. Someone having someone of her expertise on the main roster is definitely going to. Um, the, the women's division is already good there, but it's going to be a lot, a lot better. Yes, yeah, definitely somebody who can wrestle long matches, provide fresh matchups, can teach some of the right. younger girls or some of the greener girls who still kind of need a little bit more seasoning. So yeah, this is a very good good signing and and something that we were expecting, but you just didn't know. I know it was. It was. I know you said Triple H was talking. He was saying is when people come back that no one's talking about, and that was that was definitely a surprise. That I'm like, like wow. I was like, Candice on the main roster now, but it's just funny if Vince if Vince was still in charge. This will be going on right now. Oh yeah, for sure. He still be stuck in the same rut, right? Going, man. This roster sure feels stale. They sure need to move up and, and get some more people in, on this roster. 
like, hey, this show ain't even over yet. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, wait a minute, it's only nine thirty. That it's only nine thirty. Well, this show ain't over yet. What the hell going on? Right, right. Um. So Candace hammers away, setting up a backstabber. Nikki Ash catches her up on the top, but Candace. Uh, fights her off and hits her with Mrs. LeRae's wild ride, the swinging net breaker from the ropes, and she gets the win. So Candice LeRae debut successful uh, here in Canada. So that was pretty cool. Dude. And then Johnny posted a picture and said, um, I kind of lied, maybe wrestling wasn't my only training partner. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, um, Beth Phoenix um, um, posted a video that she was training with um she was training with um Natty and that Candace came in and helped them out as well too. So like I said, you know, getting them back in the ring shape, you know, they know who to call to come help them to help them out and everything. So but like I said Candace being up in the main roster will definitely will definitely fine tune the women's side of of, of Raw. And also, they were saying that you have you have um, Austin Theory, Johnny, Candice, and Dexter on the main roster. So everyone's waiting for Envy to come up. Mm-hmm. We get a video on the press conference between Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. Uh, now Damian Priest cuts a promo in the back. He says he isn't worried about Matt Riddle tonight because he has his family with him. So that leads us into AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn has Solo Sequoia in his corner. The calf crusher sends Sami Balin to the ropes. Sami hits a jawbreaker to stagger AJ. Sami sends him to the outside while Sequoia gives AJ a rock bottom onto the apron. Back in, the hell of a kick finishes off AJ. Sami Zayn is your winner. Yes. Yeah, solo as the solo as Sammy's like bodyguard, Sammy's muscle that that works. It works. That works. Oh yeah. Also, um, well, from SmackDown, um, they were saying, um, they like solo would sit here by you know Alpha and Seeker to um to make sure that um Roman um title reign stays intact. So Roman says. No, he said you might be saying by the by the Samoan, um, by the leaders, but you work for me now. So acknowledge me. So that's when um, so, um, so it was like I acknowledge my child, my tribal chief, and then Roman hugs him, and then that's when they was getting ready to leave, and that's when the whole thing with Sammy, um, came about. Mm, timing, so, huh? But timing is everything. <laughs> And it turns one of the best segments of the show. So it's like, listen, you have gold right here. Mm-hmm. You have gold right here. This, this is your gold, your gold um, storyline. And then the whole underlying story is Jay Uso was upset. Jay Uso, they probably said they like, I have been through, had to go through hell to get my spot. And here this motherfucker comes in. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely I know it went down like that. Um, 
after the match, Judgment Day, they come out. They offer AJ Styles another spot in the group. AJ flips them off, and of course, he gets beaten down. Um, so Finn Balor, they beat him down, then they uh, load up the chair around his neck. But Finn doesn't step on his neck, doesn't break his back, doesn't snap his windpipe. He says because he's his friend, and that's what that's he says that's something friends would not do. Easier for mm-hmm. me to say. Boy, I was about to say, but they finna send AJ to the house for a minute. Listen. But he stopped. So I was like, okay, maybe not. Uh, Candice, they uh, uh, try to do an interview with her in the back. Damage control runs up, interrupts her promo time. She doesn't have much time for damage control, doesn't think much of them, and she's going to face Dakota next week. It was funny how this had how this whole set up. You know, she was about to step to um, Bailey, and Bailey was going to step. But then Dakota came and said, "You got, um, you got um, extreme moves to worry about." And that's when Kane was like, "But you know," and that's when Bailey was like, "Come on, here, you know, you're around here, but um, if you want to um, face Dakota, it's going to be next week." So and I said, "This was hilarious." This is a hilarious backstage segment, so I'm just glad we're going to get a good match next week between them two. That brings us to our main event of the night, Matt Riddle versus Damian Priest. Riddle flips out of a choke slam, but the RKO is blocked. Instead, it's a jumping knee to the face, which draws Van Balor up on the apron for the distraction. Another choke slam is loaded up, but Riddle reverses it into a cradle for the pin. So after the match, the beatdown is on. But here comes Edge for the save. Edge clears the ring and said he is tired of dealing with the Judgment Day. That's why at Extreme Rules, Edge wants Finn Balor in an I Quit match. Finn Balor stares up at Edge to end the show. The interesting thing about this, um, when Edge came into the ring and he was faced off with Dominic, Rhea grabs Dominic and pulls him out the ring. <laughs> His edge saw him and he was like, I'm about to whip your ass. And that's real. was like, Nope, come out here with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, she tried to grab Finn, but he, she, <laughs> she just missed him, right? Yeah, she's been great. Um, I don't know about her her overall health status because just we just haven't seen her in ring as far as taking bumps and wrestling. Um, but I think keeping her out of the women's division the way that they have, though, and just keeping her here makes her seem fresh, though. Like, we're not, we're seeing her in this one particular spot, not seeing her in this one particular spot and wrestling. Right. And trying to be, like, in the title picture as well. So it's not, like, overexposing her. So, she's doing what she has to do. So I like her in this role. Yeah, I like her in this role as well. Um, I think it's been fun. Um, just kind of watching her kind of take that leadership role on a little bit more and her interplay with Dom and how it looks like he's becoming more comfortable based off working with her. So, yeah, it's it's been a great deal to see um, Triple H kind of do a 180 with Judgment Day because, man, when Vince left, this was like, you know, this thing was nothing happening, no direction. 
but Triple H really got it back on track. Yep. And like we said he last like, week. He was, like, he was like, the past episode, he was like, Judgment Day is a joke. He was like, that go Rhea and da 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 And the next thing you know, Triple H took it and was like, that was like one of the best factions on um, Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole company because bloodline is still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh your overall arching theme of Monday Night Raw, what you think? Um, I said I enjoyed it. Um over the match, yeah, Minky and EO. Um definitely a solid match there. Um it was just like carried on throughout the whole night. I like like I when I saw the, the card, you know, they announced the card. Over the weekend, so I was like, "Yeah," because you got the Giants and the Cowboys on Monday Night Football, so Triple H gonna have a um, is gonna have a tough task with his hand. And the rating this week was slightly higher. I mean, it was, it was like one point six something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, still not in the two, not in this normal range because Monday Night Football definitely is going to reign supreme, but. This is a good episode. I enjoyed it. All right. And if the Reigns on the, on the main roster, you know, it's still continuing the story with Dexter and um, Miz. People keep asking every week, like, how was Miz the heel in this story? I was like, how <laughs> for me? Miz being tortured, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Give me, give me, give me a fresh perspective on just, you know, the roles that the the, the rest is playing everything. Alright, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Thank you for those thoughts. I thought Raw was good as well. Um I I think they figured out a little bit of this formula where if they can get four to five really good matches that can take up anywhere from fifteen to twenty minutes the talking segments can be a little bit, um, you can have less talking segments and you can get a little bit more backstage time in with the rest of the time you have left. Um, I would like for them to do a little bit more promo work personally, people who can really talk, have them talk, but not necessarily have them talk for 15 minutes, but just do, you know, short little bursts of promo, um, to kind of fill in some of those holes too. But, I thought for the most part, man, they, they, they have been putting on some excellent shows. Um, you know, Judgment Day holding down the the main story. I just think, like I said last week, they just need to figure out something for Bobby Lashley to do. Seems like they're trying to make the United States title important, but they're not putting the champion in a position to be out front or, you know, on the show in a real meaningful capacity week in and week out like some of these other okay, he, doesn't, he doesn't have anybody to really challenge yeah and that's and that's something that they need to find need to correct and and, and give Bobby somebody that can at least maybe threaten them enough that they deserve a rematch I'm so I'm so glad he told he tells Riddle I don't need your help <laughs> Real like my bad. <laughs> uh, well, Mo, at this point in time, sir, I'm going to turn it over to you for the Mo Meltzer News segment. Mo Meltzer News segment. 
Those are not really more law. Once again. Uh-oh. Oh, Trump, you know what that means. Wait, wait, wait. wait. There's some stuff going on. Oh, it ain't nothing major happening. You know what that no. means. No. Like, so, the last speculation on the AW side about, you know, because Malachi Black announced that he has to leave. You know, he takes some time to step away. Buddy Matthew said the same thing. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, speculation talking about they want to leave and go back to the WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, first the main thing it was saying because they had their spouses over there. I think it was like Miro who I said that they said the other people who want to go back because they got spouses there. And Malachi Black was on Instagram live today. He was basically saying, you know, he wanted, you know, he said he's just, you know, people speaking about his situation and not having and not knowing what they're talking about and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was really upset about it. You know, he was he was upset, but he wasn't like really like yelling. He was just like upset the fact that this is the whole narrative. He said he wanted to step away, take care of some personal things that was going on in his life and everything. And people just out there reporting saying, you know, very irresponsible things, saying he you know he wants to go back to other companies and things like that. You know, that's not the case at all. He was basically saying, now saying that he, they might be back sooner than later. Like, they want to take time away. It's like, you know, wrestlers should get their time away and everything, you know, because they, you know, it's gruesome doing what they're doing. Right. But it's just like, everybody's just reporting on everything. You know, I think they've been talking about Dave Meltzer and everything. But speaking of which... Yeah, um, it's, the, it's the one, quote-unquote, sport that doesn't have an offseason. Right, exactly, it doesn't. Um... So also, so then it was like, I think Mousa or Brian Alvarez were both were basically saying that Tony Khan reported there will be no releases, no plans to release anybody in the upcoming, in the near future from AEW. Which no, AEW didn't release people. They were just basically saying, okay, your contract ends here. We're not going to renew it. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the end of your time here in the company. Mm-hmm. Thanks for fulfilling your contract. Yeah. Yep. They don't future endeavor you. They thank you for the service of your contract. Right. So that's what that is. So hopefully Malachi and Buddy Murphy, you know, get the get the the rest they need and be back in the ring. And also, even with the contract situation, he was saying he don't. Malachi Black was saying he doesn't have a five year contract. You know, so to speak. Uh, I think Tony Khan would like to hold that contract up in front of somebody so they can read it. Because they've been going back and forth over this all, like, for a couple of days now. Pretty much. Come on, people have a lot of time left in their contract. He was like, I didn't sign a five-year deal. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of AEW, he was supposed to be holding Battle of the Belts on the same day as um, extreme rules, but they moved into another day. Oh, come on. Come on, dog. He got he, he can't talk all that, you know, hey, 
I'm not Jim Crocker Promotions. I got more money. You can't put me out of business and then don't be afraid to to go up against them when you get a chance to. Right. It'd be different um, if it was TV, but it's pay-per-view. So back to the WWE side. Um, Triple H is moving along with cosmetic changes to the brand. Like we see how the new NXT logo is. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe new Raw and SmackDown logos. And also they got new belt designs coming as well, too. Now, though, Cody was saying he wanting to bring back the wing, the wing Eagle. It's like a lot of people's favorite title in the um, design of the company. Um, the season for me on Monday Night Raw is going to be October 10th. Um, yeah, we're celebrating a- uh, DX that night, right? Huh? You said the season for me on Raw, right? Yeah, in Brooklyn. I think yeah. Uh, they got they're gonna be celebrating twenty five years of DX. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Billy won't be there. I'm gonna have how they gonna tease that. Sizzle me, daddy ass. That's probably what they'll do. They gonna say something about. I know they're gonna say something about Sizzle Mm-hmm. Like, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, so here's something funny from over the weekend. Um, apparently, it was um, Teddy Long Twitter account was blocking people. Which posed the question. It was like, have you been blocked by Teddy Long today? <laughs> so Teddy Long said that he um his account he said my shit got hacked. He was like he was at um, he had blocked somebody and he guessed they hacked they hacked his account and started blocking people left or right. So he said he did try he gonna try to get it fixed, but you know, he said he don't want no um he was saying he didn't want no static or nothing like that from nobody. Then he goes on to create, then he goes and creates a, um, a t-shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees. Come on, you got, you just got blocked, player. <laughs> what you got next? Um, last thing that I'll talk about, because like I said, about really nothing popping. Um, they get list the episodes from Tales from the Territories, which is the oh yeah thing he's on with um, dark, uh, dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, I'm gonna have to reposition this uh, this recording setup so I can watch Vice for real. Yeah. Um, first one, it, well, I don't know if this is the order is gonna be, but it says uh, Memphis Wrestling, uh, Kaufman versus Lawler, AWA Stampede Wrestling, uh, Championship Wrestling from Florida. Mid Atlantic um, Wrestling, Jim Crockett, um, Polynesian Pro Wrestling, WCCW, Mid South, and Portland, the Portland Territory. Was apparently was a was a huge territory back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Portland was really was a really good territory. They had um, like right before WrestleMania, they had a lot of good, like Billy Jack Haynes, Hercules Hernandez, um, Buddy Rose. Piper, um, Rip Oliver. They had a bunch of people in Portland that were pretty good that a few people have been scooped up right before WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, 
So here's your main event. Um, oh, I already and- know. It was a uh, Cedric, and uh, it was it was Mustafa and R Truth, right? And- no. Oh no! It was Mustafa. It was Mustafa and Cedric, and no. Shelton. No. Oh dang! I can't remember what it was. I heard it earlier though. Mustafa versus T Bar, and Cedric Alexander versus Akira Tozawa. They still bringing that same foursome back. Yeah, I'll do it just for the just because it's been a couple of weeks. It's almost um. I thought it was our truth, but no, it wasn't. In our truth, I think, was last week. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, also, so our truth was trending yesterday because Jimmy Butler has new braids. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. And everybody was saying he was looking, and people were saying was comparing him to um our truth. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler on some straight up. Let's make him mad. Ish with this hair. Yeah. 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 That was funny though. Yeah. Jimmy like, hey man, y'all gave me a hard time with this racial niggas thing. It's my turn. Oh yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So we know what that means, right? We're gonna hear all about CM Punk or somebody gonna come out tomorrow, later this week, and just you know, blow us out the water with it's some still, type of bombshell. It's still like they not really saying anything. It just keeps saying they like the whole expectation of seeing Pope's not coming back. I'm like, just give us a date, a time, so we'll we can get put this behind us and move on. Because I'm just tired of these people speculating and thinking they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it seems like the longer the silence is, the more it creates. Um, theater of the mind for people to speculate and at some point you do kind of want to rein that in and mm-hmm. uh, you know and kind of you know just to get over it you know right once you get that final uh, well in this case it'll be the first recanting <laughs> of the story out but the official you know hey this is what happened this is this is the details this is why this person got suspended this is why that person got suspended once you finally come out with that you know that uh investigation and, and what that finds hopefully that'll be the last uh the last of it they'll have to deal with because right now they're 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 kind of reeling in aew man yeah they said that the, um the the they didn't get the numbers they expected for um grand slam mm-hmm. right um did you watch rampage did you watch um action bronson i haven't heard no reports I didn't. Oh, well, he must have didn't embarrass himself. At least he didn't almost kill himself like Julia Hart did. Did you see that? I saw it. I saw the clip of it, though. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. How she don't have a concussion or how she didn't kill herself for hitting the guardrail is amazing. That's right. You got to have people who train. I don't know who the trainers, the, the, train the ladies, but you don't have doing like that. You got to. It's tighten it up. Yeah, that was that was freaking scary. But uh, your boys, the acclaimed, the tag team champs. Yeah, uh, like I was saying, I was saying in the um hashtag, it was a 
sloppy match about what happened day one, though. Um, you think Keith Lee fucked up? And that's the reason why Caster had to come off with the hurt knee? I believe so. I don't know if Keith Lee enjoys tag team wrestling. Because it seemed like towards the end here, he seemed to be like the one guy who was kind of like a, a foot. Seemed like Swerve was into it. Bowens and, and Matt definitely were into it. But it just seemed like Keith Lee was just kind of like... Eh, eh, eh. Right. You think they're going to do a breakup angle with them two? Um... Seeds might be playing, but that's nothing right now. Mm-hmm. They kind of like kind of season up them facing FTR. That a lie. That'd be fun. FTR versus anybody right now. That's a legitimate tag team, established tag team, which is going to be fun. It will be. Yeah, they're doing it in Japan right now, though. They're about to be wrestling in England next week, I think. And then they got like another date or two in Japan. Check them out. Yeah, man. They're doing the uh, old school 80s road word deal. Go to Japan for six weeks, come back over to the States for three months, and go back over for six more weeks. But there's a different structure back then. If you want to see some real cool stuff, you didn't even got to watch the whole match. But if you go back to like 1983, 84, early 85, and, go, and just type in Road Warriors All Japan and just watch their entrance. That's all you got to watch. Just watch their entrance and see just A, how crazy the Japanese people were for them. And B, how freaking insane Hawk and Animal, especially Hawk, was when it came to like getting into the ring and beating these people up. Oh my gosh. It is it is like Hawk is moving these Japanese people out of his way with no regard to where they land or how they feel once they are no longer airborne. It is it is one of the craziest things ever. To, to, to see that visual so if you've never done that yeah you got some time on YouTube and you want to see and hear what a road warrior pop really is yeah just watch some of their entrances from all Japan in the 80s and uh, yeah you'll be amazed alright Mr. Moto the underscore at this point in time sir I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous Oh, shit, that one. You know. Yeah, you hit that button, as they say on the Five Starter Podcast. I didn't, I didn't hit no button, but anyway. Um, shout out to Don, um, Southwood, um, our WrestleCamp family, um, Jay, Simi, Anwar, Terry's Boy, shout out to Sam, Edie, Greg, um, Classic, and Mel, the dogs. Shout outs. Shout out to Spaces crew. Um, Black Marvel, um, Black Howling, Howlett Ray, Child the Jubilee Julep, um, Child the Man Rosette, um, Child to 
everyone who's down with us. Um, Jerome, aka Word, um, Roll Up Sunny. Um, oh, also, shout out to uh, Dutch Mantle. Uh, who's so, that? No, Dutch Mantle. Um, um, you know Dutch Mantle. Dutch Mantel? Montel, Mantel, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, what, what did he do? Oh, um, he has me blocked on Twitter. Oh, 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 okay. Another one. Yeah. Did Teddy Long block you? No, Teddy Long ain't blocked him. Yeah, I don't even follow Teddy Long, so I couldn't get blocked. Yeah, but I don't even follow Dutch. And I, one day it was like somebody had retweeted something. And you know, on Twitter sometimes it was just show like the tweet unavailable and then we go click on it and I went and clicked on his name and said he blocked me. I was like, the fuck he blocked me for? <laughs> I said, oh, I said, I don't know. I said, I didn't even tweet that man, but you know, shit happens. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese once again for joining me here on the Raw cast. Thank you to everybody who Listens to us here on the CSPN each and every week. We gladly appreciate you guys listening. Please rate and review the podcast. Five-star reviews on iTunes and through uh, Apple so we can get uh, the algorithm and the podcast to show up in different places and spaces. So those five-star reviews definitely help out a lot. Uh, Check out the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media, where you can hear me and Mo chop it up. On the dark match, the pre and post show conversations before we make these recordings. Uh, so also check out the dark match and all the extra content that can be found over on the Patreon page. Um, just shout out to everybody that Mo said, the usual crew man, everybody who shares their commentary with color each and every week by using that hashtag broadcast. Thank you all for joining the Twitter spaces and supporting the podcast each and every week and sharing your commentary with color with us. We definitely appreciate everybody. I uh, hope everybody's getting ready for a good fall. Uh, should be a lot of fun coming up this fall, Survivor Series, um, full gear or whatever there. Um, it's full gear. Last pay-per-view is going to be for AEW. Uh, it's full gear. Yeah, for this year. So a lot of things on the horizon that should be coming through. Hopefully the return of Naomi and Sasha. And uh, that'll set self towards SummerSlam. I'm mean, excuse me, towards Royal Rumble, and then the next thing you know, it'll be time for WrestleMania. So, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, also, the anniversary of the WrestleCast is coming up as well. So, coming up on eight years, man. Coming up here in October, can't believe it. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to that as well. So, oh, one more, one more shout out. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Jumping the broomstick. That's probably, right. Probably, probably already did it. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. Love oh, is in the air. Yeah, shout out so, to him and lovely um, wife to be. Yes, or, yes. His wife now. Yes. You know, see, see love um, within our Russell Cavs family. So. Yes, yes. Good luck to those two kids. Hopefully they have 50 years of wedded bliss in their future. And a big old shout out from us here at the Russell Cast. Uh, so good luck to Quantum Sister R hey, and his new brother. Hey, um, up next. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, for my co-host <laughs> Mo to the underscore Reese, 
I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. to face a champion like me alone. Bianca, 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 you know what? I... We're not talking about the past, okay? The past is the past. I'm sick of hearing you running your mouth and you know what? You just gave me a great idea. At Extreme Rules, title in a ladder match. Well, consider the empty up. But since I can't have you, then I'm going to get extreme with your girl tonight. 